Welcome to this week's episode of Guarding the Well podcast. My name is James. Hopefully, uh, you're doing well today. Uh, if you've been, if you're like me, if you're a sports fan, um, we're probably into a season of the year that we don't like. The Super Bowl happened uh, just a couple days ago, uh, this past Sunday, and uh, which is always a sad time for me. No matter who's in the Super Bowl, it's always sad after the Super Bowl ends because. Um, I'm a big football fan. I love just sitting and watching uh, some football games uh, as pastor of a church. Sunday afternoon, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of out of it. So uh, it's good to be able to watch uh, some football with uh, with my family and just sit back and relax. And maybe you were rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs and you're quite surprised that they lost. I am happy that they lost. Um, I am a 49ers fan, and so they. The Chiefs beat the 49ers last year in the Super Bowl. So I wasn't necessarily rooting for Tampa Bay because uh, I've never been a huge Tom Brady fan. But I was hoping that both teams would lose. But if I if I had to pick a team I wanted to win, it was the Buccaneers. And so um, I pray that, that you had a, a good time. And I don't know if you know this either, that there was a, a chicken wing shortage uh, for Super Bowl Sunday. I never thought I'd hear about a chicken wing shortage. But... That is how the world is going right now, and uh, things are just crazy and a little bit different. But hey, uh, thanks for joining us today, and uh, if you haven't done so already, would you mind connecting with us? You could do that in a couple different ways. You could uh, like our page on Facebook, Guarding the Well. I would love for you to like that page there, and you can connect with us, leave questions. You can listen to the podcast and things along those lines. And if you would subscribe, uh, wherever you're listening to uh, through this, whether it's Apple, Google, Podbean, whatever the case may be, if you could just hit that subscribe button, uh, that would be wonderful. Uh, and also, if you could like and share and leave a comment wherever you are or a review, whatever the case may be, that would be a blessing to us here at Guarding the Well. That would really, really help us out. And so if you could connect with us in one of those ways, uh, would really appreciate you doing so. Um, you know, we, we, we don't ask for monetary support, but uh, you doing those few things support us a, a lot. And if you if you know of anybody that would really be interested and be blessed from hearing these podcasts, share the, share the podcast with them. We would greatly appreciate that. Over the last couple of weeks, We've been talking about time management and how our time management really impacts our walk with Jesus. It really does. And over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about things such as, you know, time management as a whole. Uh, we've talked about how Satan wants us to be busy. Uh, even if it's busy doing something that is good, uh, he wants us busy because oftentimes our busyness keeps us from doing what God actually wants us to be doing. And so Satan is okay with you and I being busy as long as it's not what God wants us to actually be doing. So we, we talked about that. And then uh, two weeks pa uh, back, we talked about uh, knowing your priorities, uh, knowing the things that are most important to you, knowing the things that you have to get done on a given day or a given week, whatever uh, that looks like for you. But uh, when we know our priorities, we're able to guard our time, guard our heart, guard our energy. Uh, much better so that we're able to know and do what God is asking us to be doing in our lives. And then last week, we talked about pruning, uh, cutting away the things in our life that 
that are just keeping us from doing what God wants us to do. And uh, that gets into the busyness of life where we just start saying yes to everything, or we have so much on our plate that we, we no longer say no. We just try to do absolutely everything. Well, this week we're going to be talking about something that I think is really important. And what that is, it's boredom. Maybe you could relate to being bored. Um, I don't know where you're at listening to this, but COVID has been a worldwide thing. And there's so many different sides on, on, on COVID. But one of the things that has happened to most people in light of COVID is they've become bored many times over the last uh, year or so. Uh, yeah, it's just about a year now. I can remember at one point, um, maybe last April, uh, May, being so bored and not having anything to do, and I just stare out the windows. You know, I did work. I, I worked, but when I got home, I just walked through the house and stared out the windows. Like COVID has, we've become very bored in COVID. I know my kids have been po- bored crazy, but there's a problem with boredom. Boredom is really dangerous for us. Boredom can bring uh, destruction. It can literally destroy our lives. And so when we look at time management, we have to make sure that we're not becoming bored in our time. Now, I'm not talking about rest. Rest is good. Rest is biblical. But there's a difference between rest and boredom. And hopefully you know what that is. Boredom is just wandering around, not not doing anything. Um, And one of the greatest examples that we can see about how dangerous boredom is, is with King David in um, the book of Samuel. Uh, It is a a well-known story uh, back in 2 Samuel chapter 11 with David and Bathsheba. And this story has always stood out to me for a number of reasons, but one of them being the danger of boredom. If you don't know who David is, just let me tell you really quickly who David David was. David was uh, the second king of Israel, and David he is he is probably the the most well known king in the history of Israel, uh, the most well liked. He did a, a ton of stuff for the nation of Israel, uh, but David was also a man after God's own heart, and Scripture tells us that that David loved the Lord. Uh, we have writings of David in the Scriptures and the Psalms and, and and such, and David loved the Lord and. The Lord used David mightily in many, many, many ways. But one of the things about David that we need to know about is that David was a warrior. He was a fighter. When you read about David in Scripture, you find that God used him to go off into battle many times. David went to to battle a lot, and David was good at it. David was a good fighter. He was a good warrior, but he he was good at coming up with battle plans and how to attack the enemy and how to get in the cities and things along those lines. Everything related to battle, David was good at it. But he also loved the Lord, as I said. He followed the Lord. He served the Lord with all that he had. Now, David wasn't perfect, but we could say that his relationship with Jesus was good and that he guarded that. Well, in 2 Samuel chapter 11, Many people know this event, and just I'll go through it really quickly for you, but David, he was on his rooftop. Uh, it was springtime, time for you know the men to go out for battle, but David didn't go out for battle, and he was walking around on his rooftop one day because he was bored. And what happened was he looked down and he saw a woman bathing, and that is Bathsheba. 
And David gazed at her. Uh, when you get into the wording, it means he really gazed at her. He, he was watching her. And because of that, uh, David sent someone to find out who she was. And they came back and said, well, it's Bathsheba. Uh, that is uh, Uriah's wife. And at that point, David had already closed his ears off to hearing what the his servants were telling him. And so he sent for her. And Bathsheba came. And David and Bathsheba spent the, the night together. And a couple weeks later, Bathsheba sent word back to David telling him that she was pregnant. Now, this put David in quite a position because Bathsheba, well, she was married to somebody else. And Uriah, he was off fighting the battle. He was off on the front lines in this war. And so David going, well, I just committed adultery because David was married, Bathsheba was married, and now she's pregnant. So what do I do? And so David went and he sent for Uriah to come back and tried to get Uriah to, to spend the night with his wife so that they could say or think that the baby was Uriah's, and Uriah wouldn't do it. And so it ended up David uh, sending word back to the commander, telling the commander to put Uriah at the front line of the battle where it was most dangerous so that Uriah would die or be killed in battle. And that's exactly what happened. They put Uriah at the front lines of the battle, and he was put to death. And then David uh, married Bathsheba, took her as one of his wives. And nobody was aware of anything else that took place. God knew, and God eventually called David out for that. But what we see in all of that is this. David was bored that day. The day that he was walking around on his porch, he, he was bored. And I want you to realize that boredom brings destruction. We're talking about time management. You really have to be careful with boredom. And I said it was the springtime with David, and it, it was the time of year where the, the men would go out for battle. Uh, the, the rains would have stopped. Uh, the, things, the, the ground and the soil and all that would have been uh, dried up for them to be able to move and hike and, and everything along those lines. Well, David stayed at home, and we don't know why David stays at home. Scripture doesn't tell us, um, but he stayed. Maybe he thought, you know what, I'm at a place in my life where I don't need to fight anymore. Maybe I, I have enough men that they can go out and fight the battles, and I don't need to do it anymore. Maybe he pulled the muscle on his back. We, we don't know why David stayed at home and didn't go out and fight with his men. But what we do know is this. David was safer out on the battlefield than he was in his own home. And the reason I say that is this. While David was home alone, he got bored. And he went out and he went for a walk on his porch. And it wasn't that David was looking for exercise or anything along those lines. It's because David was bored. And he just starts to pace around. Idle hands are not good to have. I don't know if you know that or not. When our hands are idle, we're putting ourselves in a dangerous position. Because here's what happens. When you and I are bored, it's like a big neon sign goes off above our head that Satan sees. And what that sign says is, attack me now. I'm bored. Maybe you can relate to this. Maybe you see this in your life. When you're bored, you let your guard down. It happens. It happens to all of us. When we're bored, our guard drops. I'll give you an example. If you're trying to lose weight and you get bored, what happens? 
Well, you'll, you'll eat anything in the house uh, because you just want something to do. There's a, there's a gentleman that I know of. He, he tells me all the time because of COVID, he, he's gained so much weight because he's in his house bored and all he does is eat. And he just wants something to do. Boredom takes our guard down. And when we're bored, what happens? Our eyes start to wander. Our mind starts to wander. Our hands start to wander. And we just go racing in different directions, just looking for something to do because we're bored. And what we want to do here at Guarding the Well is help you to have a healthier walk with Jesus. And part of that is guarding our heart, guarding our well. Boredom does the exact opposite of guarding our heart and guarding our well. Boredom literally unlocks the gate and opens up and says, come on in, just attack me. I'm ready for you. And so it's really important that we do not become bored in our lives, that we do not become bored with our time. You might be sitting there going, okay, well, what causes boredom? Like we know what boredom is, but what causes it in our lives? Well, I'll I'll give you two things today that you could be on the lookout for and that you could start to work at in your life so that you can guard against these. I know I turned 40 a couple months ago um, this past October, and one of the things that I started thinking about and reading about is what kind of man do I want to be when I'm 50, 60, 70, 80 years old if the Lord allows me to live that long? Because I know that when my kids are out of the house, I'm going to have more time on my hands, and I'm afraid that I'm going to become bored like David did. And so now I'm trying to put in place practices, if you would, that will help me, you know, 20, 30 years down the road when I have more time on my hands so that I'm not bored, but that I'm productive. And so what are ways that we could do? What attacks us? What causes us to be bored? Well, two things can cause us to be bored in our lives. And maybe one of these, or maybe even both of them is something that's going on in in your life. One of the things that can bring about boredom in our lives is this. It's a change in life. And what I mean by that is this. Maybe David was too old to go out and fight. I don't know. I don't think so. I think David, uh, most scholars, but David around 50 years of age when this event happens, I think David was probably in great shape. But maybe he maybe he was, maybe he was too old. And there, there was that change in life that David went from a fighter to a porch walker. And that change in life happens. See, when our lives change, maybe it goes from working every day to retirement. Maybe it goes from having kids in the home to not having kids in the home. Uh, my youngest son went to school this past year. He's in kindergarten. And That means for the first time in 13, 14 years, my wife and I do not have any kids at home during the day. That's a big change. You see, when our lives change like that, we look at our daily life and think, well, what am I going to do with my time? What am I going to do now? I spend eight hours at work every day. Well, now I have those eight hours freed up. Well, I had to take care of the kids and get them lunch and this and that. And now I have more time. What am I going to do with my time? Life changes and we look and we think, what am I going to do? And we go, oh, I'm bored. And so what will happen for a lot of people, we'll we'll get on the internet more, we'll get on social media more, and that can lead to danger. Our, Our minds will start to wander and nothing good from it. 
And so we have to be careful when our life changes and we end up having more time during the day that's open, that we are filling that with things that are good and godly. Maybe more time in the scriptures. Maybe we take up a good hobby. Maybe it's that we can serve uh, in a nursing home or maybe serve in uh, the local church or something along those lines, that we take the time that God gives to us and we steward it properly so that that life change doesn't cause us to become bored, because that boredom can very well bring destruction to our lives. Not only that is this, the other thing that can cause us to be bored is this, we lose sight of the purpose for our life that God has given to us. What I mean by that is this, David was a fighter, I've told you that, he was a fighter and he was good at it, and I, I hate to say it, I think part of David's gifting, part of David's purpose was a fighter. And he was to lead men into battle. Well, he stopped doing that. He lost sight of the purpose God had for him and his life. And when we lose sight of the purpose that God has given to us, we become bored. Because we start to drift through life. And when we're drifting through life, we're we're bored. And, they, and God has equipped you. God has given you a purpose in your life for you to be doing. You're, there's a work for you to be doing. And we need to pour ourselves into that work, that ministry, whatever that might be, for God's glory, the benefit of others, and the joy of ourselves. And when we don't do that, we can end up bored. I really think a lot of times boredom in our life comes from us not fulfilling the purpose that God has given to us. For me, one of the reasons that, one of the gifts and uh, purposes that God has given to me is to teach. And so I need to fill up my time with teaching and studying because that's what God has asked me to do. And if I don't do that, well, guess what? I'm going to get bored. And I know that boredom for me, it's not good. It's not good at all. And so David stopped doing what God equipped him to do. What about you? Have you stopped doing what God has equipped you to do? And is that causing a boredom in your life to come about? And so we have to make sure that our hands do not become idle. Because when our hands become idle and we're bored, that leads to destruction. And so let me ask you this. Are you bored? Do you not have really much to do in life right now? I know a lot of us will still going to work, maybe working at home, you know, all sorts of things like that. But do you have a boredom in your life? Is it because life has changed, like a, a big change has taken place in life? Do you have boredom because you've lost or maybe you don't even know the purpose that God has given you for your life? If you really want to fight boredom, you need to come to Christ and you need to seek him, asking him what it is that he wants you to be doing, and trying to find ways to pour yourself out into those areas so that you're not bored. Because if you could keep yourself from boredom, you'll go a long way in guarding your heart and your walk with Jesus. And so don't allow your hands to become idle. Do not allow boredom to bring destruction in your life. And it'll help you manage your time all the better. 
Thanks for joining us today. Hopefully that's been a blessing. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, maybe there's something that you do uh, that keeps you from bored, uh, being bored uh, that could uh, benefit uh, our listeners. And if there is, to leave a comment. I would love to hear what it is that you do uh, that keeps you from, from getting bored in, in your life and keeping you productive, uh, if you will. So really appreciate you joining us today. Hopefully you're doing well, and uh, we'll catch you next week. You take care, and you have a great day.